10, 10, 10. Oh. Sauce, 10. This was like our, our uh, pandemic pro uh, project, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, we kind of just kept buying shit. Yeah. Yeah, just spending <laughs> money. I love it. <laughs> on, um, and it's fun. I don't know. It's like, it's fun. I'm all about the production, high yeah. production value. Yeah. Um, it kind of, I mean, it does help to have the space and like have like the layout and the nice stuff because it makes it kind of easy to just, once you're here, just kind of record something. And yeah. It's part of how we've like done it. So we've been doing this thing for like three years. Yeah. We're real, we're, we're, we're about to hit three years on it. We're at, this will be like 141. Is this a storage space that you rented? Yeah, it's kind of a storage space that That's I used to rent. Awesome. Yeah, I think these were like people's band practice rooms. Yeah, this was a thing. band practice space before we got it. Oh, okay. I mean, we we put all the soundproofing in, and then um, the guy whose band it was, he came through and saw it, and he's like, "Oh my god, we totally should have put the soundproofing <laughs> in." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evidently, his shit was just echoing around. So it makes a big difference. The wait, yeah, the, yeah. It's kind of feels like you're, you know, if you've gone in like a cave or whatever, where it just echoes like crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's how this room was, and then like putting those up made a crazy difference, like way more than you would think. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot less echoey and. Whatnot. And then we also filled it up with shit. Yeah, which helped too. I like the. <laughs> The brick uh, is doing a lot for it's me right real. now. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> for real, like the it's to lay that, <laughs> the lay it out. That yeah. masonry, that was <laughs> really hard work. It was an <laughs> Italian technique we used. I yeah, think, no, my elbow still hurt. That was <laughs> just so much effort. <laughs> it looks it, great. It looks real, and uh, when you're look, watching the video, I know. I love how many people who have been guests are like. Oh, this isn't bricks. It's just paper. It took me. It took. There was up until I pointed it out. I just didn't admit that I thought it was brick this whole time. No, it's it's amazing it what you can get off of Amazon these days. Yeah. Is it peel and stick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. You can see where we didn't cut that one perfectly. Yeah, we used we used the sound panels to ha to just kind of cover up some pretty shoddy worksmanship by me. Squeegeed them all on here. I've been looking at wallpaper because I want to yeah. move. Okay. In like eight months, but so it's and I've lived in my apartment for a year and a half and still have stuff in boxes, but I can't. I mean, if you're moving, just leave it in the box. Yeah, that, that's what I should do. But yeah. instead, I'm like, well, no, because I've I've been putting this off, and this is my last chance. Mm -hmm. to really unpack before to unpack before i have to pack <laughs> oh yes <laughs> and so and i wanted to do like peel and stick wallpaper it's expensive though it is this one isn't wasn't too bad I it, think was it was like like 10 bucks a roll though wasn't this yeah is, this is close to 100 bucks worth of fake brick right <laughs> yeah it's something like that yeah yeah so it's not cheap either yeah uh, you need one if you're going to get it, you need one more roll than you think mm -hmm. when you measure it out. Like you always because like with this, we had to like match it up mm -hmm. so that it I mean, as best we could uh, and get a little squeegee. That's helpful. Um, and, and some masking tape. Masking tape. Yeah. So Helps like you, you just, like tack it up there while you go to peel it. Yeah. Those would be our tips. Cause and like a friend. And a Oof, okay yeah it's it's really a lot <laughs> and go slow you can re-stick it a couple of times but yeah just like go slow and... so i've i've been thinking about doing wrapping paper Ooh, okay i like that with who knows if this is re if this works I, there was a tiktok uh 
uh, it was on it was an Instagram reel, but I, I'm trying to say TikTok. I know. I feel like it makes me sound younger. Yeah, <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, I was reeling all morning. Uh, I mean, I was TikToking all morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do the opposite. I'm just like, I'm not one of those kids. These young kids and their TikTok. Oh, you I'm know? like whatever the kids are doing. I wanna. Nah, I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> I want. I want people to think I'm a dumb kid. Huh? Well, um, shall, shall we officially yeah, we get should, yeah, we should start yeah. all of this? So, um, so welcome to Size Ten Podcast. Uh, thanks again for watching. Uh, be sure to like uh, and follow, or whatever that button says. But we'll get the show going. So I'm Paul, producer Paul, and uh, we'll uh, take let the host take yeah, over from I'm, this point. I'm Nick Scalzone. You can find me on Instagram, Nick Scalzone Comedy. I'm Bjorn RG. You can find me on Instagram. Actually, all platforms, Bjorn RG Comedy. But today we have an awesome guest. Very excited to have them in the studio. The very funny Tori Ward, everybody. Hi. <laughs> you like our sound drops? We never <laughs> warn people. We're like, oh, yeah, we got a couple of sound drops. I, I, no, I'm happy to pause for, <laughs> pause for applause. That's great. Uh, oh, you can find me on Instagram. Should I do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. do it. Great. At Tori Lee Ward. That's my whole name. I love it. Okay. I love it. Uh, yeah, uh, you're and comedian. on TikTok, right? Uh, no, I haven't put anything on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, definitely. yeah, on TikTok. <laughs> That's where the young, the yeah. young hip people and are. It, and if you're cool, you'll know how to find me on there. <laughs> <laughs> you're good at that. Oh, I love that. Uh, oh man. Uh, yeah, it's um. So you're 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 moving or you're uh, thinking about moving? Yeah, thinking about moving. Okay. To uh, Chicago. Oh mm-hmm. shit! In eight months. Oh wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yes, I am. You're, oh, okay. I'm scared to pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulling yeah. the trigger is scary. Oh, but, for sure. Yeah. Because have you mostly lived here then? Yeah. I, well, or? I I grew up on the coast here, and I lived in California for a is it few Lincoln years. City? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and my grandparents lived in Portland and stuff. Uh, and then um, I lived in California for a few years in the Central Valley in the armpit of California. Mm, okay. Uh, bad pollution, great sunsets. Uh, <laughs> Can't those have one well off the other. They go hand in hand, you know, the yeah. pollution really yeah. pinks up it, the sky. It looks nice twice a day. It does. Yeah. Uh, and then I, yeah, moved back here and then started uh, comedy. And so, yeah, I haven't really. This is my where I grew up. Okay. My so, it's weird. Have you been to Chicago much, or have you? No, I never. You know. Okay. Mm -mm. (laughs) What made you pick Chicago? Other people are moving there, and I don't want to be by myself. Okay, that's fair. And I heard they have good, um, a lot of stage time. That seems to be the pretty universal response. There's a lot of good stage time, and I don't want to move somewhere. And not be able to for comedy and not yeah. be able to yeah. comedy. I have heard Chicago's like a really solid stand up market. Yeah. Isn't it like kind of the best outside of New York and LA? I think so. That's kind of what I've heard is like Chicago is arguably better than LA in some ways. I've kind of heard too. Because LA is like kind of famous people Yeah, I've heard yeah, I uh I've I've talked to people uh about who've moved there and talked about how there's no stage time at all in LA, but then mm-hmm. people will just get crazy opportunities out of nowhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden someone, you know, has a writing job for mm-hmm. someone famous or, you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. crazy things happen yeah. out of the sky, but that you don't get a 
the thing you love. Yeah, you don't get to do that. There's like the the, the shitty open mic <laughs> part. I think that's everywhere. Yeah. Like you can get those, but like there's no audience. It's not. And, uh, and it's paid. I think even those a lot of are it's paid. paid to play. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like $5 to get on or like I did a bringer show and I did not get to go on because I did not bring enough people. Enough people showed up. Not enough people show actually showed up. Mm, like so you I invited enough go. people, but then they didn't show up. So you didn't get to go up. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I misunderstood the homework. And so then it. the people who did show up, did they stay and watch everybody else? Uh, n- no, we left. Good. We all left. Yes. Good. <laughs> Boo that place. <laughs> the comedy store. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's a great place. <laughs> the comedy store made you do a bringer show? Yeah, there's bringer shows. They have like four stages. Like Yeah, but I thought they were all sold out all the time. No. Oh. No, there's weird it's bringer the shows there too. The cellar in New York is the one that's always sold out all the time. I think apparently. so. Did you live? Did you live in? I lived in Vegas, okay. so there's kind of like a lot of access to that stuff. So like people would go there. Like, and then my sister lived in um, L.A. So like, I've done a bunch of random ass shows in uh, in L.A. the The shows in L.A. that you can get on really easy are those like weird premacy shows okay that nobody wants to do <laughs> okay where they're like all right you're gonna get the set list five minutes before you go sure, up yeah and then just fucking bomb yeah <laughs> you can get on those super easy yeah oh boy <laughs> i've done a bunch of those but i've like i've barely done any of my actual own stand-up mm-hmm. i've done a bunch of improv or improvised stuff and improv i've done i've done improv there a bunch but i've not done any real stand-up in la tori have you traveled for comedy and like done comedy in other cities not no i should i should well okay i went on vacation to miami and i did comedy while i was there and that was um uh really interesting and fun it was fun because well everyone in miami is hot Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I'm from. So, <laughs> so hot, so hot. We're gonna go there in a couple of months. Are you really? Yeah. yeah. It's so I love. I loved it. I, My I'm, cousin lives there, and she's graduating from medical school. So, oh, that's awesome. Uh, we're gonna go there to celebrate that. And they're all like, "Oh, you going to do some comedy?" I'm like, no, "I'm going on vacation. I'm not gonna." Yeah. <laughs> I've never done. I've been to Florida a bunch, and I've never done comedy there because I just I'm like. I don't want to waste a day of worrying about a set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just don't. So well, were you were you down there just vis- uh, uh, traveling and just? Yeah. So uh, um, I was down there with uh, Elena. Uh, you guys know Elena. Mm-hmm. She uh, she likes to go down there and just like decompress and hang out on the beach. Okay. And so I uh, went down there with her, and the comedy was wonderful because it was. Uh, Terrible comics and wonderful audiences. Wonderful. Oh, okay. And, or at least eager audiences. So yeah. it was like Hungry. anybody that had some semblance of a joke was going to murder. Oh, yeah. Nice. So you're just watching all these comics bomb and they're just like, oh, these fucking hot, these fucking. And you're like, oh, just put me at like <laughs> me in. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's so fun. And that's funny because everybody there is hot except for the comics. They're schlubby. <laughs> <laughs> like you could spot them in a from a mile away. <laughs> you could see them coming. You're yeah. like, oh, this guy's fucking this guy's funny, huh? Yeah. This guy, <laughs> this guy had to get funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I uh, I was in a recovery program in Orange County for a month. 
uh, and uh, I did stand up there because well, so there's like impatient and you can't uh, leave, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was uh, like intensive outpatient, mm-hmm. but we still we stayed in these like shared housing apartment where there was like an like one of the apartments had the people who like watched out for us and so Mm. we could like leave and then when we came back we had to have like our mouths swabbed to make sure we hadn't like drank or anything Mm -hmm. because if we did we'd be kicked out of that and you had to like sign out to leave and uh so i was there sounds like high school (laughs) yeah yeah it's to be honest like after doing that i'm like it's insane that every college dorm isn't that mm-hmm. way considering yeah. like all the horrible things that happen in college because of alcohol yeah. like yeah. Mm-hmm. uh and all the money that's mm-hmm. wasted they could just swab kids and it like that could be it and then it'd be solved just mips all around yep <laughs> like. uh so i just stand up uh then i went to a bar and did comedy and i felt bad because i was in there because i was gonna off myself but other most people were in there because of alcohol, and they all came to a bar to watch me and did Diet Coke the whole time. Oh wow! Which was I was like, I thought that was really cool. That's actually, pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they were kind of disruptive audience members. Mm. And uh, <laughs> so Miami set went better. Yeah, yeah. Well, the <laughs> rehab set went pretty good. But oh. I, but I, I went to this. So I went to this open mic, Orange County. Uh, went to it three week, like three separate weeks. Uh, and uh. And I was like, well, they won't ever, I won't ever see any of mm-hmm. these people again, ever. And then I did a Zoom show over the pandemic. So this was like three years later. And one of the hosts was the host of the mic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I met you in rehab. And he's like, I've never been in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, You know, it's so funny you, you bringing that back because I did inpatient rehab a few years ago too and i i've i've i forget the majority of it but one mm-hmm. thing i do remember is actually the comedy of it because we did skits oh that's so awesome and we did and um it was kind of like a show and tell type thing so we'd get our roommate and our you know partner up with somebody and i remember we did a wayne's world skit and it was just there's this coolest guy who looked exactly like garth and i was like we have to do that yeah and, and um comedy was like a highlight of that experience was just making fun of the 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 what it was yeah so yeah. I, I think i that just kind of like brought back a lot of like emotions and like because i it's been a while since i've thought about that and it was it was really important yeah so it's cool too how fun and silly people can be when they're it's like an environment where you've been stripped of so many mm-hmm. social indicators yeah like so many things that we use to leverage ourselves mm-hmm. over each other yeah and then w- with something like that where you're doing skits we did a, a self-esteem hip-hop dance class yeah oh, that's awesome. uh, it's like <laughs> th- that. then you're doing this thing that requires a, a lot of humility mm-hmm. there's so much and it's just awesome kind of when people let go of of all of um how much social leveraging we have yeah how funny and creative it, people it was, are it was the the funnest talent show i'd ever been a part of yeah and and it was just so like we literally had probably an hour to put it together mm-hmm. and it was so entertaining and i felt like i i just forged so many great instant friendships just yeah. by doing that with people i would have never yeah. in my life and it's like it's almost like um and i i 
I, I appreciate that we're going here with this because this is not where I thought we'd go with this. But um, I kind of wish everybody had that experience. Yeah, I had the exact same thought going everybody out of it. Everybody should go through that. Yeah. And all the like therapy and counseling and stuff you mm-hmm. go through is like, so I was like at the end of it, I was like, wow. So people who aren't fucked up, who don't go to these places, like they they get all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the instructor's like, no. Like most people don't do. Yeah. Like you're doing work yeah. most people yeah, don't that, do. They, they never get the experience yeah. of even realizing that they need to work on that because yeah. we, we just happen to take these paths that put us in that mm-hmm. position. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. Like, so we're, we've got the edge that a lot of people yeah. don't have. Yeah. So I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's no, amazing. That's, that's interesting. Like I haven't been to rehab, but I have been doing therapy for like three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And like in the past year or so it's like really clicked at a new level and it's made me like it made me way more empathetic to mm-hmm. like a lot of people and like especially like i'd be talking to like my sister like they'd be complaining about our mom and i'd just be like you gotta remember mom's just been believing all of her thoughts for 65 years yeah like mm-hmm. all those thoughts don't go through a filter of eh this is uh, is that really is that really a true thought or is that just uh, is that just uh I don't I don't like that on the surface thought. Right. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. Or is that just an intrusive thought that keeps coming back? I'm like, you know, mom's a lot like us. She's she's a little fucked up. <laughs> you know, but m- mom went to therapy twice and it didn't fix her right away, so she stopped going. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of instant results. A lot of yeah. this stuff we do now People, did, I mean, it was shame. People were shamed for doing it. It was yeah. like shameful to do that type of work on yourself. Yeah, I know. You didn't like, talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it was. I'd encourage everybody to go to therapy 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, do, do you feel like you have more empathy now, too, after going through that experience? Oh, I don't know. I. Uh, I should probably work on my empathy. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely, I definitely have more appreciation for how cool people are. Yeah. If like. If once you get to know them, because, yeah, being in an environment where you're forced to get to know each other and levels that you would normally keep hidden. And share things so, um, um, like, I shared things with people that I, I had just met earlier that week that I'd never shared with anybody before. Mm-hmm. And it would, like, break down stuff. And it was just, it was so powerful because then it was like, oh, I'm stripped of everything. Yeah. Like, it, I'm, like, down to the bones and you're down to the bones. So we're, we to just kind of take all the ego out of it oh 100 percent. yeah yeah i think that's a lot of it is taking the ego out it's impressive how yeah talented people are funny people are Mm -hmm. um, vulnerable people are yeah and how resilient people Mm -hmm. are when you hear all the shit people have been through you're like like we're like we make humans make fun of each other all the time for like how weak and dumb we are and stuff but then when you realize like the amount of stuff we all just also figure out Mm -hmm. like is insane yeah Yeah, i feel like there's a lot of vulnerability in your comedy do you feel like that was helpful like going through that experience was helpful for you that oh i don't know I think because I've always been all so comics to read honest, honestly, uh, yeah. just to find out. I've always <laughs> been so inspired by how vulnerable you are always on stage where there's just like I, I love it. And it, it where it's like you, you, you bring us all to this point that we all are afraid to go to. I feel like sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I I always love that and commend you for that. Like, it's so good. 
And like I, I've had this like with with me. If there's something that I'm afraid to say on stage, this has come to me a couple of times, um, in a bad way. But most of the time, if I'm uncomfortable about saying it, I'm like, that's the thing. That's the whole. That's usually the yep. meat of what I need mm-hmm. to be talking about. Occasionally, it's like, no, 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 that's a, you need to learn. Something. <laughs> you need to stop. But most of the time, that is exactly the point. And I've always felt that with your comedy, which is why I'm such a fan. And oh, thank you. I feel yeah. like lately I've been getting a lot safer and I need to be better really? being uncomfortable. I, I don't think it was. I think it was uh, going through, you know, like you go through something shitty or like kind of earth shattering or mm-hmm. whatever you're uh or re- maybe earth like reality like it mm-hmm. jolts you yeah um you you're it's almost like you're in a state of being kind of on drugs a little bit mm-hmm. and um and so you don't have maybe the boundaries that you you have when um that you would normally have mm-hmm. right and so you're able to so because of that you're doing jokes you're like well i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about shit that i shouldn't talk about and it's not because like you're it's just because you don't realize even in the moment because you're kind of crazy that you shouldn't be talking like about filter's it filter's been li- the veil's been lifted yeah or filter where you're just like it's just coming out of me yeah yeah uh, yeah i found that so successful until i didn't <laughs> And then I was like, all right, now I got to like think about stuff just a little bit. I've had audience members call me out during a set and be like, don't talk about that. And it's like, I've internalized it. And then the next time I went up, I was like nervous. And like hesitating. But it was like your personal experience and they didn't hear about it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Because it yeah. Because it was, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen a decent amount of your comedy and, 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 and I just, far as i would say just tell them to go fuck themselves on that yeah one. i yeah. need to work on I, that i haven't no. i haven't seen anything you said be offensive it was it was vulnerable and it was like personal but mm-hmm. it wasn't like n- nothing about that would could be offensive yeah. to anybody really one thing that i think the rehab surprisingly made me less and i don't think it's empathetic towards but it's made me a, a, it made me kind of roll my eyes a little bit about when we were really big on trigger words or trigger warnings or trigger stuff Mm -hmm. of like, and people being like, well, I have trauma. Cause I was like, dude, everybody has fucking trauma. Like everybody has wounds. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like, Should I tell her about the the girl from Oh uh, yeah, Bjorn triggered Bozeman? somebody super hard. Oh, he, no. he told a really a, super offensive. I joke. have this was, silly joke. It was where really I, on him. I talk about I I literally just sing Mr. Boombastic by Shaggy <laughs> as a punchline, and this woman pulled me aside and was like, "That was very triggering for me because my parents would always have sex to that." <laughs> <laughs> Funny. No, but this woman evidently was inconsolable. I like, mean, crying. I mean, like she people, other people were taking care of her because Bjorn's her, oh, and her friends hurtful, had to go to the joke. bathroom. Yeah, just because I sung a couple of bars from the song. That's fantastic. See, I think that's the thing is that I think that's how triggers actually work. Like, is that it's a weirdly specific, mm-hmm. you know what? It's not like, oh, someone says cancer and I'm reminded of my dad having yeah. cancer. It's like. It's like I got a whiff of vinegar and I'm reminded of this disgusting meal from like three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Or it's like, a, like from the, like he had like cream soda, like 
was like the last thing he drank before he died. Yeah. He was like, uh, and then he went, ooh, that's creamy. And he said his chair. It's like this random thing. But like when I see cream soda, dude, I think of <laughs> yeah, it every yeah, time. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, not, you <laughs> can't not. Yeah. yeah. But they're always, I feel like they're weird specific things yeah, that yeah. pull are the things that kind of pull you back I, I had uh there was this boy that i secretly had a crush on all mm-hmm. through college i didn't admit it was a crush until later i was like oh it's a crush yeah i was walking my dog yesterday and somebody blew and i hate that i know exactly this marlboro reds in my face and then i thought of this boy he was always marlboro reds he was smoking marlboro reds all the time for sure. Yes. And I was like, terrible mm. taste, dude. I came home and I was like, it's kind of a I was like, babe, cigarette. I think I want to start smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Let's start with Marlboro Reds. That's because some guy blew that's it. That's why face. you said that. That's why he said oh, that. I was like, that's random because I just I recently quit cigarettes and he was like, I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> but but I think you but you said something really interesting there about like like everybody has trauma. Like everybody's experienced mm-hmm. trauma in different shapes and forms, and it—I uh, it, mean, trigger. It, it is interesting how trigger people get triggered over, right? Certain well, things. I feel like it's weird how we've decided that a handful of things are triggering, mm-hmm. and like, oh no, these are the things. These are the words mm-hmm. that trigger people with these events. When I feel like actually, like those words, people are mostly. Like people are pretty desensitized mm-hmm. to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. it's it's like usually something specific is the thing that yeah. or a smell. Yeah, smells are the worst, mm-hmm. dude. Smells are yeah. Smells will pull you right back. <laughs> oh yeah, that, like goes right to that memory like, yeah, part like, of your it's brain. It's like mm-hmm. a lizard brain sense type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. And then it's like I don't know. It's almost like we kind of agree on. It just feels like an it feels like it just felt like this weird thing of like so ev- everybody has these deeply personal experiences that and some people way worse than others mm-hmm. you know absolutely and people of different groups are more prone to have had worse experiences than others yeah. um uh 100% um but it's weird it's just weird how we were like so we've decided that that these are we're not going to talk about them. yeah yeah but like but then nobody sat and was like so but what if uh what if mine is is when somebody sings what song is that mr boobastic mr. Boob- <laughs> like what about mr boobastic lady like no but like and i never heard a discussion for that like yeah, what about right. what if yours is a weird thing we are for one person in the world we're having the most toxic oh, conversation ever. we're just like fucking mr boobastic <laughs> what a <laughs> pussy oh, oh. <laughs> like we're just being yeah. Yeah. I, so I, it's just that. Yeah. It just felt. I don't know. Well, it's like I. Th- I don't know if this is interesting or what. But like every time I drive by like a car accident and I smell the smell of airbags, mm. the last time I was in a car accident comes back to me. Like it's like a very oh, that yeah. is very triggering. Like whenever I've gone by a car accident, I'm just like, mm, don't think about. Yeah. Like because. When I was a kid, my dad and I hit a deer going like 80 in Montana and totaled his car and the airbags went off and everything. And it was really Mm. scary. And 
I'm brought back to that moment every time well, I smell the smell of airbags. Well, you so. should pull over immediately and tell them how dare you <laughs> yeah, in an accident. Yeah, you Fuck you. Fuck you. be like, those airbags. How dare you getting how your dare airbags you buy to a deploy. top safety pick, you fucking asshole. And side airbags, you bougie bitch. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? What does your neck hurt? <laughs> you should have thought about me and bought an old car with no safety features. You should have done the caring thing and yeah. just died. Fuck your Volvo. <laughs> so so I, I, yeah. I do want to um, kind of turn it a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim McGraw. Yeah. <laughs> so t- 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 uh, so we were looking at uh, your Instagram and uh-huh. we saw um, this awesome picture of you by a mm-hmm. horse. Uh huh. And oh boy. And and then and then I read it and it was uh, you were on the Tim McGraw uh, Tim McGraw. Facebook fan group? Oh, it wasn't. This was before Facebook. Okay. Mm. Okay, do tell. Oh, boy. It's so funny because just the other day I was like, I should delete that. Uh, <laughs> We're glad so you didn't. glad you didn't. Uh, <laughs> so like you had to wait for the internet to go like beep, boop, boop. Like someone yes. had to get off the phone for you to be a Tim McGraw fan? Yes. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, dial up. Uh, <laughs> and but we, well, I think it was after dial up, but we still had dial up mm, because... Yeah. My, uh, they would have had to get a satellite to have. Yeah, yeah no, is that's... that when DSL was it? DSL that came out after that. Maybe I don't know. My yeah. family had dial up till like 2010. Okay. So yeah, I, I feel like we might have been. <laughs> yeah. We grew up in rural places. Yeah. 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 So we had we had dial up. Uh, it was a um, God, I don't even know how I found it. It was a like a chat room or like a forum. It was like a mm-hmm. Tim McGraw fan club forum. Okay. And then we would all uh, log on and chat. In like a, MSN? Yeah. Messenger? Yeah. <laughs> at, at a certain time. And we yeah. would all get on. And I remember when I got a headset, that was like a huge deal. Because mm-hmm. then I could like talk. Because I was, so I was in love with, obsessed with uh, Tim McGraw. Paul, can you pull up a picture of... Uh, uh, I can just show you a tattoo on my back. <laughs> <laughs> Tim McGraw. Oh my I want to... I, wanna, I, need a, I need a visual aid for I this. Mean, oh wait, boy. what's his... He's a country singer, right? Yeah. yeah what's, his, Faith Hill. what's his hit song? Okay. Oh, oh that, that neck picture, oh dude? Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at that. Is that a camo shirt or just a that's really a, distressed that's shirt? That's a camo deep V. <laughs> oh, we're doing images. Oh, the deep we're going to go to images. Uh, we need to bring back the deep V. Oh, Big I neck. Only if it's camo, only if oh. it's camo, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. what? I mean, this is a good-looking fella. Looks better than I do. Uh, I mean, early, the, the early two thousands. Yep. He was, mm. he was my showerhead nozzle masturbation material <laughs> back then. So. I didn't know about shower heads then. <laughs> if I had, it would, this would have been a, a different. Different. <laughs> would have been okay, named what's, Tim. Wait, what's Tim McGraw's <laughs> top song? What's his like? Uh, there's a white t-shirt white t-shirt mm. where the green grass grows mm-hmm. um cowboy and me Ooh, he did this that sounds w- a little gay <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like he was experimenting cowboy and me there's uh red rag top which is about an abortion he, got, wow. he got in trouble with that one that's uh wait is it pro oh i like it i love it yeah, oh, I like I know. it. Oh, that's the one I, I like know. it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I want some more of it. Yeah, I remember that song. That was <laughs> on the radio. 
probably a lot of these that I would he know. He did if I a heard. song with Nelly too. Oh, he did. Yeah, did Wait, he? Wait, he did one yeah. with Nelly? He well, did a song I thought it was Nelly. Florida Georgia Line that um, like collabed with Nelly. I think about they did it over they did a and whole over record. again. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's and he was also in um uh he was uh Sandra Bullock's husband in that one movie about the football player. Oh, so yeah. He's gone into the acting route. Anyway, wow. so. Oh, but, and he was in uh, uh, Friday Night Lights. He was an alcoholic. That's Ooh. right. Like dad in Friday Night Lights. He, he's really in, in our, our pop culture. Yeah. So, okay. So I was in love with him. Obsessed. And so I joined this this group of equally obsessed women from across the country, mostly nice. middle age. And, <laughs> and, and I, probably some gay men. Yeah. <laughs> some secretly gay men. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. (laughs) So and so then while I was there, I became really good friends and I lied about my age to them. I said I was like two years older than I am. Okay. And I which what what was the age that you said you were? So I think when I finally met the one lady, I was 16 Mm. and I think she thought I was 18 so i think i did two years over okay. so i think maybe i was 14 and said 16 okay. and okay. this lasted two like two years and uh became really good friends chat like ch- talking friends with this woman named robin who was this heavy set lady who lived in texas with her boyfriend she was in her 30s she had long bleach blonde hair and and so we would talk every night and she would tell me about her life and I would tell her about the life I imagined a cool 16-year-old would be having. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like, just just got done with the bar. <laughs> I'm so drunk. I, I, totally made out with my teacher. Oh, my God. I, mean, I remember at one point being like, my dad got me a car for my birthday and I don't even really like it that much. <laughs> You were living your sweet 16 oh, fantasy. So were you just like watching episodes of TV shows about teenagers that were rich or something? No, I was like- just guess so. Oh, so this gets a little sad. So I didn't have any friends and where we lived. So we lived out in the country and we, we had, so there's this house and there was like this basin. The house, like, so where the house and the property was and then mm-hmm. we were surrounded by these logging roads. Okay. And the teenagers mm-hmm. would go and have parties that I wasn't invited to out in the logging roads mm-hmm. and I so I would be in my room alone listening to the echoes of oh, parties wow. oh, I, people oh. having more fun yeah so yeah. I would just describe what I imagined they were doing <laughs> you were just like what were can, can yeah, we get what some were they samples doing? I want a sample well of- I was very promiscuous okay. number one I made out with a guy I didn't even remember his name wow, wow. oh shit I smoked pot. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Did You're that. a real rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, real, really. real, real rebel. <laughs> so she and I talk every night. Slowly, I fall in love with this woman. <laughs> and then she would send me CDs. And then I sent her Blink-182 CD, which she didn't oh, wow. like at all. And, and then and we would, like, write each other back and forth. And I slowly realized I was completely in love with this lady, <laughs> but also in love with Tim McGraw still. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, a, you, had a, we had, you had a choice to make. Yeah. It was a we're, love triangle. Yeah. We're, we're in a love triangle. <laughs> yeah. Cause she was also in, in love, love with Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. Yeah. <laughs> that was your, so your you pivot. guys really had what could have been a thruple. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and then eventually I met her. At a show, I touched Tim McGraw's boot, mm-hmm. and then I don't. I feel like I just stopped talking to her after that. 
I feel like just, it all. It no. all stopped when you actually got contact with. Yeah. Because oh. then it was real. He was real. When you when you touched his boot, was it just like you were just like I I just. And then not I was feeling. And then I was like, just wasn't the I was like, oh, it's just a boot. He's yeah. just a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm 16. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so glad we went down this road. This I'm so glad fun. we went down Tim McGraw before we. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I love this so much. <laughs> <laughs> so did you did you did you move on to another yeah. celebrity? Yeah. Who was next after uh, Tim this, McGraw? Well, this one's embarrassing. Did you guys ever listen to the band Bright Eyes? Oh, totally. Brandon. F- no, Connor Bright- Connor Oberst. Okay. And then I also fell in love with the girl who introduced me to Bright Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> You're into fans of music, and I love it so much. <laughs> her, her name was Megan. Does that make you a, a oh, fan, yeah. fan girl? Oh, <laughs> I was so in love with him. Okay. Oh, yeah. He looks like everybody in Portland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this why I mean, you look moved at, to look Portland? Look at that. <laughs> Harry Belly, Harry Chess. Well, this is so. This is that. So my time is is the young that oh, that one. Connor Oberst. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Bright eyes. That was. Oh, I was that's so in love with bro- them. That's a moment in time. Yeah. With bright eyes. And she was also kind of dumpy and had shark teeth. She was a real bitch. <laughs> I should have stuck. I should have stuck with the. Oh, I love it so much. The lady from Texas. Yeah, she, she was. She was a sweetheart. Yeah, the the- yeah. But I lied to her, man. I mm. lied to her. It was all a sham. Yeah. yeah. And I think I also realized if we continue, I feel like it wasn't so much me seeing him and meeting her as her meeting me. Mm. Because in, I feel like part of it was that when I talked to her, I got to be this thing yeah. that I wanted yeah. so badly to be. Which is a lot to keep up. Yeah. And then when I met her, it was like even keeping it like it was still just like, oh, well, now she sees that I'm me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, like, it's almost like you were like kind of catfishing. Yeah. Like you were like, you're like. Barely, you're dipping your toes. Yeah. You weren't like a whole different person. You were just like a fantasy of a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to see the reality of it. Yeah. And it's not like it's not like completely shocking, but it is. Yeah. That it, I'm well, because I was like also visibly like kind of a loser. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know how to dress. I didn't dress quite like yeah. bad, po- like whatever. Mm-hmm. And she didn't care. She obviously wasn't like, oh, I thought I was meeting a yeah. cool, <laughs> hot d- high schooler. Yeah. What's this? Like, that'd yeah. be weird. No, yeah. I remember that because I definitely always felt like a loser in high school, like those yeah. ages too and, and college and, and arguably still now. But like I, I've definitely all like felt like a loser in the like more recently realized like oh nobody gives a fuck nobody's thinking about it as hard as i'm thinking about yeah it's not real or i'm just like oh they'll see right through me they'll know they'll know everything yeah i can't yeah so i get that like you couldn't keep up this fantasy person that you thought yeah you had to be yeah well that's why so uh we i mean we met on uh, online dating it's the most boring it's like people are like how'd you guys meet we're like fucking tinder like everyone so just whatever i but do I, think you need to explain that tinder as gay tinder is a little different is, oh wait gay was tinder it actually like, tinder it was actually it was tinder. Tinder. Oh. tinder from what bjorn told me is basically it's, e-harmony it's, it's, it's like it's very pretty much it's oh, pretty much because, plenty of fish for because gay men. because it's opposed to because 
it's supposed to grinder grinder yeah. where you just get cocks or any of the other cocks 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 come out of the phone i think mm-hmm. like literally so in a told, park phones are great. just down the street from here <laughs> yeah i was out i was on grind i had an, a profile on grinder and notifications on and i was walking my sweet sweet baby boy dog mm-hmm. my my pug and someone took a picture of me <gasps> and said you got that hefty dick I can suck. Whoa! <laughs> Jesus. Took a picture of me in Whoa! the park walking my so dog. So creepy. Whoa! And I was like, nope. And I deleted the app. <laughs> and I just, I walked home. I oh, like, my God. I can't handle this. It's creepy as shit. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I, I don't know what to say to that. I mean, my 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 first response was like, "No, nah, I got I feel one like of those." No, is the correct like, like, answer. It's hefty, person. hefty dick. Yeah, <laughs> I think Grinder. I like very that you're less concerned its with the, it's just with the sex. stock, the yeah. stalking, and more concerned with the wording here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more concerned with the photo. The photo. The photo. The photo. The, the, photo the vocabulary doesn't really enter. I'm in like, until this way is after a picture of me right now. I don't like this. <laughs> Well, and also, like, the the purpose of sending the picture is, like, I'm watching you. Like, yeah, I'm going to creep you into letting yeah. me suck your dick. That's you could, never one. You could just say, hi, I want to suck your dick. Yeah, that would have been, more, he been like, less creepy. Yeah, but instead he's like, you don't know where I am, but I know where you are. It's like, I'm like, up in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> it's a raccoon. Like, no. <laughs> All he needs Christ is a scream mask at this point. Yeah. I'm like, I'm for sure getting murdered. I better leave this oh part. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so creepy. Do you think he thought he's being kind of creepy? Or do you think he thought, like, ooh, this is going to. This is cute. Yeah. Oh, he'll think this is this cute. Will be the cu- this will be a great story to tell our grandkids. Yeah. Uh, so how'd you meet your husband? Wow. Well, I took a picture of him. I was hiding in a tree. Oh, and I took a picture so of him walking his dog. And he didn't bush. know about it. Yeah. <laughs> But oh. I, I feel like stories like this are not uncommon on Grinder. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like you, you log on, you kind of expect a little bit of mm-hmm. that creepiness. But that's why I went to Tinder. And I was like, I'm ready to settle down. I'm going on Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's basically Which Christian apparently Mingle. is kind of like, uh, yeah. like the Grinder for, for straight everybody people. else. For, yeah. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know. I think it's the sleaziest of the straight apps. Yeah. Or it's like the one where the most hooking up happens. Not to me, but it happens to some people on there. Mm. This is probably a generalization. Mm. And uh, stop me if I sh- just should no, stop talking about this. Um, but it seems like uh, from my experience with like dating and dating culture and talking to people that there's like, you know, uh, straight guy dating horror stories which are like i hate it when women talk and then there's like (laughs) uh, you know uh and then there's like uh you know uh straight women dating horror stories uh you know that are like uh oh like oh that's fucking terrifying and then there's like like, you're lucky to have survived yeah and then there's like gay men dating horror stories that it feels like it's like Eli Roth film. Oh, hor- like oh it's God. fucking hundred percent. There's, there's been times I've I've uh, woken up after a, a strong hit of poppers, wondering where the hell I am and yeah. who are these three guys around me right now. Oh my God! I, yeah, I've had a couple of times <laughs> yeah. where I'm just like, 
Bjorn what were you you or not oops no okay yeah. it's, it's very questionable that the, no honestly it's questionable to the, some of the scenarios <sighs> we find ourselves in I'm yeah. like I'm on all fours behind a Denny's <laughs> by a dumpster <laughs> what is going on right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul, have some class and go it to is, IHOP. I thank you. Yeah, it is all you can <laughs> eat. No, <laughs> no but uh, on a serious note, you you hit the nail on the head. We fight. We are more open to situations where if I was a woman, mm-hmm. there's no way I would be. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not going to meet you at the park at two o'clock in the morning and do some crazy stuff in your car. And I have no idea what you look like. What yeah. was your room number again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Face down, ass up, just walk in. Oh, no, oh it's, it's, it's very, it, it's, we're, we're very receiving loads from four to five. <laughs> no, it's just crazy. It is crazy. Do, is there a, um, like a, sorry, you... mom. do you do you feel at all like there's a like because it's not something that's like maybe like talked about that much other than like it's crazy that there's less of a risk uh okay maybe this is uh do you feel at all like because like me too like me too was all like uh very focused on women. Do mm-hmm. you feel like gay men got left out of that at all? Or that there's, that is addressed like, um, or do you feel like men feel more permissive towards other men with like, not making sure that they are like cool with boundaries ooh. or comfort or is this a met or should I not? I don't know. I, no, just no, it's a I good think, question. I think that it's just not talked about period. With with gay men specifically, yeah, yeah, because I I without going too deep into it, I mean there there like there are times where I was just was that or wasn't it like because mm-hmm. it it is um like we're yeah where still, you we're, set a boundary we're, we're still autonomous people yeah. and if if I say no I say no mm-hmm. but then it's 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 a great point because I think it's underreported mm-hmm. it's just yeah and and people and and you don't like. It's it, it's not talked about enough, and I bet, yeah, it happens. It mm-hmm. happens more often than we probably think, but it just isn't. It isn't a forefront it's, discussion. <clears throat> right. When, when you're gay, it's like, yeah, someone cut you off. I probably should have honked at them, but I didn't. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I should have flipped them off and told them what I thought, but I was like, you know what? We didn't get in a car accident. It's okay. That would yeah. be my best way to describe well, it. That's so fucked up. Well, it's it's, but it's like there's it, yeah. been situations where I was just like I set a boundary, they crossed it, yeah. and then I was like, ah, well, like, it's, and same with me too. It ended up okay, kind of. Oh, kinda, I like that's kind of you know? what the whole me too like thing was. I think for like was that because I've had that situation a bunch yeah. was just like oh no you can't do that <laughs> like yeah. you can't that's, that's not okay you yeah. can't but but no the exact like oh i should have hopped but whatever it happened i'm here i'm fine yeah. i'm not dead so yeah yeah you yeah, know no, that happened and it's happened to me where i've i've I, i've said no in the middle of it and then did wasn't heard mm-hmm. and then i talked myself into thinking well i i mean i did invite him over here and i am naked so right yeah what, what did i expect yeah mm-hmm. um and i never i mean i've talked about it with friends but i've never talked about it in that context yeah so that alone that tells me alone right there that no it's not something that it, it is something that is important to talk about yeah 
It's, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that would be I, I same same yeah, <laughs> yeah. same thing because it happened it happened to two out of the two gay men in this room right now so <laughs> yeah I two mean, out that's hundred <laughs> percent <laughs> but it it it's like ah oh, nobody got hurt I guess I guess we'll just not maybe eventually we'll talk about it or eventually it won't be but you know I I, mean, I wonder if it's kind of a tricky like I could see where it would be a tricky like i it feels like there's been uh such a push uh to fight again especially in like the i feel like it was like uh, like w- worse in the past like 80s and 90s early 2000s of like uh the stigma or image of gay men as predatory mm-hmm. like inherent mm-hmm. so then there's a push against like obviously against that but then it puts it in a place where it's like Okay, but men are predatory. So if you're dating right. men, you mm-hmm. need to be able to right. like anyone who dates men. We need to like like, like have a subset of them. That yeah, are predatory. yeah. Um, so like, and even so if they're gay. Like we need to call out. Yeah, so the guys that are being so if shitheads. if we're talking about like having like rules with women we need to include men yeah. as well and, and then often, but of not wanting to yeah. like oh maybe we shouldn't though because well, that might and oddly enough the the few times that i've been in those situations and this is just my personal experience have been with down low men yeah so i i don't know if that has anything to do with it but i it it, it, it yes it, it's it should be talked about oh that's interesting yeah yeah, yeah it should be talked about because a predator is a predator regardless of sexual orientation yeah so yeah this is like the deepest we've ever gotten. Sorry. I love, I love it. No <laughs> apologies <laughs> necessary. And no, I fucking love it. It's like, cause yeah, usually we like joke around about like surface level. I, and I, I, I love it cause yeah, no, it is something that does need to be talked about cause it isn't brought up enough. And like, sometimes it is just like, yeah, let's just like, you know, make fun of how small our penises are or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, but then it, it, it is, it is a thing, you know, like with, and I can't even believe like the point I originally was trying to make out with it was, is like with meeting people online, uh-huh. I have a rule. <laughs> I have to meet them in, within three days. Cause otherwise my brain will just make up a fantasy of who they are. Oh yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And so I read that somewhere that like three days you need to meet them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise your brain is just going to turn them into something. Disappointed. Total fantasy of positive, negative, whatever. And you're just going to be disappointed. Oh, that's really interesting. And that's why we're so often disappointed. Like if we talk to someone for a whole bunch of days, we start to like build our brain has to. Right. You're to. filling in the blanks. It, all the blanks based on the information they give. Mm-hmm. which may or may not be accurate mm-hmm. or like, and, and you get, you ha- you get so much from like visual cues, 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 uh, like small little ticks, little things like the way they, you know, look or whatever, respond to things. And mm-hmm. it's like, and you have to get that in a personal. Sometimes it's just right. how they even say certain words mm-hmm. to like allure Tone. you or push you away. Oh yeah. You know? Or like pheromones. Like, yes. or yeah. Smells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, three days. That's my personal yeah. role. So like, we, we met, I mean, like we set the date up. We chatted for two days, and we're like, "Okay, we got to meet." Yeah, and now we're engaged. Where did you meet? Well, we were gonna go to High Dive, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is where there's an open mic. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, no, it was like I, I like that space because I know the bartender, and like we're cool, and uh, and I just I don't know. I was just like trying to set something up, and you said you lived in that neighborhood, so. But there was only like four tables. This and they was were like all right full. when everything opened up right after COVID. <laughs> it's like we both so got vaccinated. Got we're vaccinated. like, all right, we're meeting people yeah. in person. 
And so then we went to the, what's the other one called? The pig? Lardo. Lardo. Oh, Lardo's so good. <laughs> I fucking love Lardo. So then we closed Lardo down. Did like, you get food while you were there? Yeah. What'd we got you like get? food, drinks, whatever. Well, we, we had drinks and then we split fries because fries. we were just talking the yeah. entire time. Oh, that's awesome. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're about to close. And we're like, oh my gosh. So, yeah. Yeah. We closed it down. I always, I always like to do like bar dates because then it's like easy to get out if you need to or like a coffee date or something mm-hmm. like that where like maybe have something <laughs> scheduled for later so you have an out yeah. just in case, you know, and it leaves a little bit of like mystery and whatever of like. I think you should have like an end point to the date. Like, don't go to the coast. <laughs> like, oh, that's to the wild. Coast that's wild. Day. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> no, on, you're a fucking lunatic a if you propose that, and you're a lunatic if you agree to it. <laughs> so you're actually meant for each other if, if, if that works. Yeah, or, or you're going to kill each other. Yeah. You're going to dump each other in the ocean. Yeah. Let's go to Cannon Beach. <laughs> like, first date. Joanna and I went to Cannon Beach for like our eighth date yeah that's that's reasonable but yeah no our first date i drove up there (laughs) and we went to a brewery and we closed it down there you go but i went up there because i was like it was i said you pick the spot you know Mm. because that's what you do if you're a normal person (laughs) i said i do remember i said a weird time and i just like accidentally wrote like it's two things i do like to put weird times because then people will be on time i don't know if you know about that little no say a weird time you want to meet someone? Wait, what was the time? It was like 6.17 or something like that. Because the novelty. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes you pay attention, yeah. too. You pay attention yeah. to yeah. it. Yeah. So, but he accidentally typed 617. I didn't Because he to. meant to type 630 or something. But as soon as I saw that message, I loved it right away because I, I work in sales and and uh, appointment times and those kinds of things. So when he said that, I was like, perfect. I'll meet you not a minute late, not a minute early. <laughs> oh, so 617. Awesome. So I, I went there. I think I got there like 610 because I walked over there. Yeah. I, and I, I literally, oh no, I drove. And I sat in my car until I timed it out where I was like, okay, by the time I get there, okay, one minute, get out of my car, walk there. Yeah. And it was like 6.17 on the dot is when we met. I was That's on so time cool. too. Like, it's like, if you put a weird time, people will be there. If you mm-hmm. put like a normal, like, if you say six, clock, it could be 5.45 or 6.45. Yeah. Like, yeah. People could be, but when you put like a weird time, like an odd number, like, yeah, it's. I'm never going to forget that. Yeah. yeah. Put a weird time and people will always be on time. To meet you. It's yeah. A, it's like a like a little weird hack that I have. We should. I mean, we barely talk about sneakers, but I but am so interested. I need to know about okay. these. I need to know about these Adidas that you have. Okay. Are like, these for boxing? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, okay. First of all, you box? Yeah. When did you start boxing? Uh, I started a couple of years ago. Okay. And I did a fight in July, and I lost. And I... It was against somebody else at my gym who also didn't have any fights. But it was like an official, like a sanctioned fight, like a real fight. I wish like I would have known. I would have gone. Like you guys full on punched each yeah. other like straight in the head. To yeah. knock out? Yeah. Or did you do no. like a, a I don't think points. amateurs get, it's like by judge, like the judges decide. Hmm. Who, That's probably a good thing. I feel like you want <laughs> to limit the number out. of times you get knocked out. I don't think life. women knock each other out very much. 
Oh, that's mm. that's nice of you guys. Yeah, that's a thought. Well, that's why. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty thoughtful. Yeah, I've watched MMA fights and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that no, it's a little brutal. We fuck each other's boyfriends and stuff like behind, oh, okay. like yeah. they're yeah. bad. Yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah, no, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that that gives you. I yeah. mean, it makes you sad. But like, you don't, we still like, cause. Tr- brain trauma right but it's we not just, the kind that you just like, not the physical the <laughs> yeah. emotional kind it's not the kind that like makes you bad at comedy yeah no know? it's the kind that makes you good at comedy yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you get hit in the head enough times anyway so these are the um the adult speed x 18 boxing shoe uh-huh. in pink yeah signal pink I like those. Yeah. So, t- so what makes a boxing shoe a boxing shoe? Like, what are some things about these? Is it just it? Because I see it's got a, it's a high top. Yep. So there's a, a it the high top is ankle support, mm-hmm. and then it's uh, flat. Hmm. Um, and I hope I don't get any of this wrong, but uh, so because you don't want to like a lot of shoes will have um, like the heel. You know, it's like kind of squishy. Mm-hmm. There's like, um, but a lot of times with that, it ends up kind of pitching you on your, so like running shoes or something, you're kind of pitched on your balls of your yeah, feet. Yeah, like pushes mm-hmm. you Yeah, forward. and you don't want that because like, mm. so if you're like throwing a hard punch, you have kind of your weight in towards the back. Mm, and so you want to be able to set like a stance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, okay. so you're like sturdy. Yeah. Um, And then. Can I see one of these? Yeah, okay. yeah. Awesome. I just washed them. Okay, sweet. Uh, but cool you can wash them. Yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to, but they smell bad, so I do. <laughs> no, any of the nits. Good now. Yeah, we're good. No, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. <laughs> and then they're also so they have a thinner, um, a, a thinner uh, pad on the bottom. Yeah, and they're not. Um, I don't know if this, but I wore regular shoes in the ring the other day, and my my the traction was like gripping the fabric on the ring like mm. i kept getting stuck yeah so, oh, so they make the outsole for like whatever the boxing that's, ring is. that's what i'm guessing because okay. yeah because yeah. you can move like you don't get caught on the oh yeah that makes sense yeah light like a butterfly yeah yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> i have noticed that like if i'm wearing basketball shoes and i've i obviously don't play basketball what but I, was, I you know if i'm wearing them i hear they squeak like if you're at a basketball game and like, oh my or god or a target now, <laughs> now people are looking at me and they're like, this, this fucking guy in his shoes. But like, <laughs> I love walking around make, a Target in some Jordans, you know? I <laughs> do like, until <laughs> I make a squeak and then people look at me and they're like, you, dude, you couldn't, you couldn't dunk on like a kid's hoop. Like, what are you doing? So, yeah, that's cool. I got these during COVID. And okay. so I went through a little reinvention, uh, like, uh, you know, whatever uh redefining the self and this was also the cheapest color on there so it was like this one and and a gray one was the was the was the two cheapest colors and i uh so i got i got oh that one was the other was the other cheapest color so i got the pink one because i was like i've always just worn black been in the shadows i'm gonna get bright bright pink And then, and then they're looking at your shoes. Yeah. Because they're bright. And then they're distracted. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And then my self-discovery period ended and I still have these shoes <laughs> and they're bright. People <laughs> comment on them. They are. And I don't want to buy another pair. <laughs> and I, so I just, and then people are like, great shit. I'm like, it was the cheapest color. And I just, <laughs> 
They're salmon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're literally called signal pink. Signal like, pink. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, well, no, I mean, like, they're meant to, like, send oh, a, yeah, like, total. be signal, noticed. Signal yeah. Pink. You know, uh, they're pretty yeah. bright. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think it adds some novelty into the fighting. I wish I could wear them because I'll, I'll, people will say they like them. So if I, like, leave practice or whatever and then i'm like oh i have to like run to this grocery store and people will be like oh my god like great shoes i love your shoes and then i'm like i don't have it to pull these off with like shorts and because i was like these could i don't and i'm like i don't think you could and then i asked brandon lyons and he was like no you have just get regular shoes to wear when you're not boxing and i was like <laughs> okay well, it's oh. like asking to wear your tap dance shoes yeah. to the grocery store. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but if you love your tap dance, why can't we just wear tap? Wouldn't the world be a better place? <laughs> I'm going to push back on Brandon Lyons. Yeah, I think too. you should wear whatever the hell shoes you yeah, want. I think so too. Own it. Like, I would wear, say the best right? argument against it would be if they're really uncomfortable and hurt your feet. No, they're great and they provide wonderful ankle support. Well, then you should fucking wear them every day. Yeah. yeah. Wear yeah. them all the time. Maybe people won't fuck with you. They're yeah. like, oh shit. Oh. If they They'll know, be like, she's literally wearing the shoes to kick There's my ass. There's a couple. They're like, "Are those the signal pants?" <laughs> <laughs> Somebody she who's like business. a shoe nerd and a boxing nerd, like the one guy. That, that, that graph is like, got two Holy people. shit! That's the adult Speed X18, dude. Oh fuck! Fucking the 17 sucked, but the 18 is fire. So what? I don't know anything about shoot. And shoe culture, like, I don't, Doesn't and shoe matter. nerds, I don't, but I want to. It's all fabricated. It's all based on, like, things like clout, spending too much money. I mean, it's just like, fa it's a lot like fashion. It is, isn't it fashion? It is fashion. It is fashion. Yeah. 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 So. I've never heard it just called fashion, but that's it's what it is. fashion. It's fashion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fashion. There's there's elements of nostalgia now in it too because it's like all of these aging th these people that are getting older, and then there's all of these like retros. So there's a lot of like, oh, we're like it's doing basically a retro. shoes from the late '80s and the '90s that they've just like continually made over mm. and over and tried <laughs> making new colors. Like of. when you know when you know when you see a group of kids right now that look like when the 90s were happening yeah. and you're like those are young kids what are you wearing are those jinkos for real i like, saw jinkos the other I saw, day yes i saw this group of young kids today on burnside and i was like they're like 15 yeah, and they look like everyone in my middle school when that's I was why in i don't fuck with tiktok i'm not i'm not interested in that that it's, that should be that should stay in the nineties. It's like <laughs> nostalgia mixed with mixed with fashion. Nick's wearing a perfect description of what we're talking about. Okay. So these are the oh, yeah, I am. blazers in a high fashion update. So there's two laces, two tongues, double it's it's supposed to look like two blazers, like do you know No, what it's supposed to look like a blazer and a dunk, which are both are those Nike. two different shoes? Yeah, they're two Nike shoes. The blazer shoes. came out sometime in the 70s. Paul, can you pull up the blazer? Named after yeah. the Portland Trail Blazers. And the dunk came out, what, in the 80s? Yeah. So it's two old styles of Nike shoe. Of and Nike then they, shoe they layered them on top of each other. As like a fashion As an thing. art project. And that's what Nick's and wearing. And then I'm wearing that's that art blazer. project. That's, so this is your... Like if you saw something like this, this is like kind of the classic blazer. Yeah, see there's the low top model like that's similar got the to what big I'm obnoxious nike swoosh 
Um, the classic, like, and if you look at the tongue on his, it's got Ooh, that. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. So the blazer has come back in a big way. It has an exposed, it's got the, um, the like, unfinished tongue. So they just sort of, like, they let the, they show the, the foam. They don't, like, hide. Like, on mine, they're hidden. But on that one, you can see the foam. Oh, yeah, underneath. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it, and then it um, ages. So it gets, like, a little bit. Kind of yellows. Yellows. Okay. Tattered. And then here's the here's the low, which is And the, then this is a dunk. So this is another one that's just like it's just like a classic colorway that's or a classic silhouette. Yeah, that's so what they really did is popular. like this wobbly looking piece of leather, that's from the dunk. One of the swooshes is from the dunk. Okay. And it was like somebody layered them on top of each other as basically an art project. And then they sold it for more money. Sold it to me. And I paid and it's all, for it. It's all silly. And it doesn't. Oh matter. wait, so somebody not Nike. No yeah, Nike. Uh, no Nike. Nike. Okay. Nike, but, Sakai but they collaborated. collaborated with a Japanese fashion brand called oh. Sakai. Okay. And Sakai like came up with the design, and then Nike made it, and they both put their names on it, and they both collected a check from me. Okay. <laughs> Lots yeah. of players. Yeah, yeah, Lots yeah. of oh, players. Yeah. A lot of people had their hands in the cookie jar that Nick um, Seven songwriters, three producers. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a Beyonce song. <laughs> it's like a Beyonce yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> but then ultimately Nike, Beyonce, put it on. Got the, it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Their na- put it on the album, if, yeah. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> so I know that there's always been a shoe-like culture, but it feels like in the last decade or decade, it's like everywhere it's mm-hmm. everyone yeah it's, it really went crazy in the pandemic the I pandemic like really 2020 blew it and 2021 all those were, unemployment checks and spare yeah. time Pretty much mm-hmm. like yeah. everybody yeah. had a bunch of money all of a sudden and also had nothing to do yeah and so they got real bored and found things to buy on the internet and so shoes went crazy and then in 2022 people ran out of money yeah and so shoes really tanked so if you're looking to get into cool shoes now now's is, the time is now a good time, time you can buy them at msrp or yeah sometimes it's kind of like the 2008 housing crash but for <laughs> things that have always been pretty worthless so do you buy them you do you do you okay so because i'm having summer is coming and normally right. i have boots that I, I left them in Infinity Room. Normally, I would just be wearing boots right now. And that has been my safe winter shoe. If mm-hmm. I wear boots, no one's going to think I'm lame. I don't have to worry about the guy. I got them at, at They work Wil- with everything. Yeah. Yeah. I got them at the farm store. I got to pick the most practical kind. And they, they look great. And yeah. whatever. But now summer's coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wear boots in the sun. I don't know what to fucking do. Because everybody, and I've never even looked at people's, now everybody's looking at shoes, and I don't. So, it, so we're here to help you. Okay, yeah. okay. So if you want to come a, with us, we know exactly where to take you. Really? Where? There is a store, which we love, which is like, a, it's approachable shoe fashion. Okay. It's called Dark, Dark Side Initiative. Oh, yeah. And that it's, would be it's a really the perfect one. store for somebody who isn't quite sneakerhead, mm-hmm. but wants to have that style. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's on Burnside. It's, you hit us up. Okay. Yeah, we'll take for you. Sure. Wait for real? For real? Yeah. Oh, for I'm real. so excited. Yeah, yeah. Well, because well, they have, they have, they have van. They have really cool vans. They sell they vans. Have Nike, Nike they have and Adidas, Adidas primarily. Um, th- and they have some cool stuff that that's uh, obtainable, but is also just a little unique. Where <laughs> yeah, somebody will. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Things. So like, we could get you like a neutral pair of like a Dunk. Okay. Which we were just looking at. Okay. Which is like a classic. It's so weird. Like. Search for the Panda Dunk. It is one of the most popular 
It is the most basic. I feel like he shouldn't get the panda. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. Why shouldn't I get the panda? No, no, no. No, you could. It's just. It's. It's just yeah. a black and white shoe. Yeah. Why is it so expensive? You don't have to get this Whoa. one. But this is an example. It's just a black and white shoe. But that's it not going extinct. Why is it $300? Because everyone, it, everyone is, this is, it's, it's, it's like hype. the shoe of the moment. It's the one, but we could get you a different color. Maybe not one of those weird ones, but like one of these just random, yeah, like, like this one, like normal-ish. You could wear it every day. <laughs> yeah, like yeah that one looks like moss. Oscar the Grouch. You know, nice and basic. You don't need like a moss <laughs> one. You need just, just like any, like what's, like if you have some colors that you wear, just like a nice clean uh, also, New Balance is like really hot right now. Which yeah, I what's still up? Can't, what's going on? I have. I still so there's can't. this this white rapper with curly hair named Jack Harlow, and he wears them, and now they're cool. That's the the you, very short version. You is don't a, have a white to rapper get, with curly hair. It's made New Balance not, cool again. I mean, even wrong. it's just it's just like the what the nine nine six or the nine nine sevens are like the most popular right now, or the nine nineties. The nine nineties are great they're just a basic like you could put something like this on and you're i have cool. like three pairs of new balances at home like, oh yeah like just this is them. a pretty basic new balance kyle adam's not. dad kept buying them for me <laughs> nice <laughs> nice so i have a lot of them so you might not need our help you probably yeah, have you the right just, kicks well, already. i want they're they're a fine shoe they're a good hiking shoe they have like a hiking grip mm-hmm. on the bottom so do the so do asics like a lot of them have like a Almost like a, uh, but uh, so what are you wanting? What kind yeah. of shoes are you wanting? I just, like what style? I, I want to. I want to look cool, and that's so. Uh, uh, any retro Jordan, okay, like a Jordan One, Jordan Three. A two is a little bit of a, a stretch, I think. I mean, you could do a two. What? Wait, why one, is three, four, why five. why is a two a stretch? A two is kind. Of, it's a it's a bit of a move here pull pull it up i actually think you can pull off you could pull it off it's it's just harder to find and get they don't make as many of them so you could it it would be a little harder to get so it's a little more high fashion Uh, um it's not the it's not my favorite i don't hate it but i don't love it so not very comfortable how much of this is prep because like so my my fear is go in okay so i have my exercise shoes I just, I need a walking around shoe and then people and they talk about the shoe and then I, I just buy a shoe and then I show up and then everyone's like, you have that shoe. And I'm like, I, I just picked one. Like, are there, are there no go shoe? Are there shoes that if I get, people are going to be like, you right picked? now Yeezys maybe. Okay. Like if you get a Yeezy, there's kind of, it's like, you're going to have to lean really hard into saying the trigger words that. are bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wearing the Yeezys. <laughs> Balenciaga, Paul, like Paul said, the Balenciaga as well. Because What's of the, What's oh, Balenciaga recently had a little scandal with um, they had like some children and some S&M gear or Ooh, something like okay. that. And so they're sort of like low key canceled. OK, so maybe not Balenciaga, but those are. But a new like high fashion brand will fuck up next year and then Balenciaga <laughs> will be, back. be back. So pretty maybe much get it while year, it's cheap. I don't know. Every year, one of the brands fucks up. <laughs> but Nick, something what, absurd. What would you say is like a safe, like kind of I think hype, there's not too expensive. But I like you could like, like look like you appreciate honestly like blazers like these but less crazy or these if you like them honestly these are cheap as hell nobody wanted especially this especially here like uh, this this exact I th- pair I think you I can think get the for dunk like high would be great bucks. on you too there's <laughs> some really great dunk highs out mm-hmm. there yeah but, various dunk what's that blazers that was what we're, we're, we're okay. sort of looking at the okay. dunk high 
it's it's kind of po- it, it, it's losing its it's it was just like people were spending so much money on them mm-hmm. and it's just not this th- is like game stock game it game stop stock yeah it kind of is yeah i and i mean this is just it's just a it's about it's as a, likely to be worth something again so you might as well wear it. And- <laughs> Ooh, I like that lady's legs. <laughs> they come with their shoes. Yeah, They're a I think gift they do. Purchase. Yeah, I think yeah. they do. You don't have to shave your legs if you have these. <laughs> Honestly, I would go into like the store they're talking about or even go to like Index. Although Index is a little bit crazy on the pricing. Yeah. But it could be worth going there and looking around and seeing like what styles you like. Yeah, we'll take you. Yeah, okay, we'll I would love fun. that. Index is that. cool because you can see all the different, like you can see the premium ones, but you can just kind of get a really good yeah. idea of all the different shoes mm-hmm. that are kind of hyped. Index is a resale shop. It's over in Old Town. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it, people take in their their limited shoes to sell on consignment. And so most of it's kind of expensive, but there's a lot of like rare shoes and oh, kind of cool. fancy shoes that you can't just get at the store. And so it's kind of worth going through there and you can kind of see what you I like mean, air maxes are cool yeah air max might be a good way for you to segue from like because it's still comfy mm-hmm. it's what paul's yeah. wearing right now it's still yeah, kind of a runner right but it's like a running style from the 90s and they're kind of fashiony and they're like a good segue from like asics into Okay. We're, like gonna, we're gonna make sure sure you roll up in Chicago with yeah. some heat on your okay. feet. Okay, thank you're you. You're going to the Yay. Bulls territory. Yeah, yeah you might need some Jordans. Some you're gonna need some Jordans. <laughs> you are like, gonna need some Jordans in Chicago. Some red Jordans <laughs> if you're moving to Chicago. Get the Chicago's. Yeah, yeah the you Chicago's. got like five grand you want to waste on one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Get but some look Chicago up. ones. <laughs> the Chicago Jordan ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're in Chicago, you can wear like that's the nice thing about here is you can wear red. Jordans and it seems like nah, I'm a Blazers fan. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. those right these there. Are, <laughs> these are so expensive. How much are they? They're so silly. Well, those ones are from actual 1985. <laughs> those are the 1985. Holy ones. shit! So this would be like the original production run from '85. Mm-hmm. And then these are the so, these are the uh, off-white ones. Which oh yeah, those are ones. silly. But you can get. But them yeah, for... if you if you had 10 G's that you just were looking at, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. man, I really hate this money. I want to get rid of it. <laughs> Right now, you could do that. But just a pair <laughs> of uh, white, red, and black Air Jordan ones you can probably get for what? what's MSRP on those? Mm, I think 180 Or like that Lost and Found where yeah. they kind of recreated the Chicago. I think those like yeah, 580 bucks. Oh, 180 Yeah. Damn, those Yeah, dude, be... nobody cares Nobody cares about shoes anymore. Right You're right. Now. It's a great time. It's a great time to, to buy some to buy cool when shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of us feel like buying. <laughs> We're all just like, time. I have too many. What am I doing? So anyway. I, I do have a question for you. Yeah. So it's a question we ask every guest about their shoes. I think I know the answer, but um, actually, uh, Nick and Bjorn, if you can explain the question, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, usually talk about sneakers, and uh, we, we, we talk about rap music, and we also like to talk about trucks. So in the truck community, mm-hmm. if you have a big, dumb, jacked-up truck, uh, mm-hmm. or fun, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, but you never take it off-road... It's called a pavement princess. Okay, sure. It's not the most endearing term. I have one on the back of my car, and I love it. Uh, it's called the pavement princess if you just are like, you You have this big truck and sure. don't really use what it's for. Also, 
in rap music where they're constantly talking about blowing women's backs out, which I think is a totally unreasonable thing, but we thought it was funny. And so we we, just laughed about it one time because we're like, that's a, that's not a, to me, that doesn't sound like a solid sales pitch. No. Yeah. It's like, just like offering injury. Yeah. It doesn't seem like. Also, it it seems like a very real thing. I've never had it happen, (laughs) but it feels like if you're like face down, ass up. And someone's push on your lumbar and yeah. you're not stretched. Properly. You're right. Like, yeah. If you haven't been doing your it could yoga. Totally tweak. I had a tweak back the other day. It was off yeah. for like a week. It yeah. was rough. It really, it's not That's a good true. sales pitch. No. This poor lady's going to have to miss a couple like of days. My back of work. should feel better afterwards, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like, throw in a massage, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I don't mind like, like beating up. The puss, because I'm like, well, you're not actually gonna beat it up. I I might be like, ow, you beat it up, but like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a very good chance you're gonna fuck up my back yeah. if we do this wrong. Back is the real. So we always like to ask about your sneakers. Okay. Um, are these a pavement princess? Okay. Or are you gonna blow the back out on them? Of these, of yeah, yeah, which yeah. the ones I brought? Yeah. Oh yeah, these have been blown out. <laughs> They've been blown. These have been blown. The, yes. the back's been blown out. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. So that means. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You get a blow the back out <laughs> sticker. Oh, thank you. And then also you can also have a pavement oh, princess yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. So to put on your truck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Did you have anything you wanted to plug before we get out of here? No. Do oh, you have a new show? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't ever, don't ever co-host a show with. I'm the worst person. <laughs> so this, okay. I have two shows. The second Wednesday of every month, there's a sh- uh, show at uh, uh, Old Town Pizza on MLK upstairs that I host with uh, Dylan. Jenkins and Jeremiah Coughlin and then and that's the second Wednesday and then the second Saturday is Everyone Hates You which is Roast Show at Funhouse Lounge. Oh, love that it. That I do with Brian Bixby. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the pod. Yeah. Uh I think that's going to do it. Do we have any any um, sponsors or anything? Yeah, well, well, first, before I get into that, um, please make sure to follow us. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, um, all social under Size 10 Podcast. We really appreciate it. Leave your feedback, good or bad. Either way, it helps us. So we'd appreciate that. But we did get a new sponsor. I am actually just firming up right now. They, yep, they just emailed back. Um, so they're going to come out with a new movie, Brokeback Mountain 2. Uh, the Cowboy and Me starring Tim McGraw. <laughs> so that's coming out in theaters uh, next spring. So be on the lookout for that. We are going to be sponsors of that. So The Cowboy and Me broke back down too. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll see you next time.